Uh, I just want to let you guys know that the Getting Well Again Naturally book has finally been updated. The update is complete, um, and I'm really, um, I'm really excited about that. Lots of new information that I have woven into the original book. The book, when I first put the book out there, the goal was um, to be able to to answer or to get a message across to my intuition students that you had to get healthy again if you wanted to really be able to hold high energy, have clarity, be peaceable, loving, <laughs> you know, all those things. You can't do that if you don't have um, a really high density nutrition diet. And you haven't, if you haven't done some detox and you don't resupply yourself with electricity by doing exercise, that's why we exercise. I mean, all those reasons that they put out there are valid, but the big reason is to recharge your, your big muscles, which are your battery packs, which drive your chemical transactions, which fall off if you don't exercise. And then you don't have any energy. So um, lots and lots of information in there. And the other reason was because we really, in my opinion, need to connect to Mother Nature again. Um, and and we don't we don't know anything about Mother Nature. We've lost that connection. And so I put information in there about how Mother Nature operates. Um, some basic things that are really interesting. People often go, oh my God, I had no idea. Um, the natural world is a phenomenal place to study, to um, explore, to understand. And it holds all the secrets that we need in order to progress as a civilization. And when I say progress, I mean physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, telepathically, teleportingly, <laughs> is that a word? Um, that kind of thing. So we have this, um, this immense classroom out there and we're not doing the work. We're not studying. So the book is an introduction to how Mother Nature works. And the name, I've changed the name just a little bit. It started out um, from the soil to the stomach, understanding the connection between the soil or between the earth and your health. And then it became uh, getting well again naturally. And now it's getting well again from the soil to the stomach. So changed a little bit over time. Um, got a new cover, so it stands out. You should be able to pick it out immediately. Um, and a new ISBN number for those of you who are um, book book lovers. <laughs> um, so a couple things. Um, you can get it on Amazon um, and it also the distributor. Uh, if you want a physical book, you have to go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble or one of the bookstores. Um, it's available through Ingram Distributing. And then you can also get a digital copy uh, to download through my website, consciousnessonfire.com. 
So um, just know that if you really want to um, understand how to heal yourself, um, not just cover up symptoms, okay? How to heal yourself. This is uh, designed to be both a classroom kind of book as well as a reference book for your shelf, as well as a handbook that has instructions, very specific instructions um, that you can follow. And most of these are things that I do all the time. So, um, so just know that none of them, it's really, it's much cheaper to heal yourself than it is through some of the other systems out there. Um, so be aware that that's a factor as well. For those of you who cannot afford insurance and aren't part of the big medical system, this is a very, very powerful alternative. A um, couple other things I would say, I've woven in uh, new information about the microbiome, how important that is. Um, I've added some information about the impact on your psyche of not having minerals. Uh, you're a mineralized creature. You're part of this earth, <laughs> okay? You're made of calcium and magnesium and iron and phosphorus and zinc and all of these and 99 trace minerals. Um, when you don't have those minerals, you, your psyche is gonna tell the tale. Um, minerals create moods and perceptions very, very powerfully. Um, and so you need to know that how you, um, you know, how, how healthy you are. You're, we have lost our understanding of what is high immune function. High immune function is when you don't need a coat at 30 degrees Fahrenheit. It's when your children can go out and play in a mountain stream, barefoot, no hat, no coat, and in the middle of winter and not get sick. That's part of high immune function. High immune function is when mosquitoes don't bite you. It's when you're not susceptible to disease or any kind of infirmity. That's high immune function. We have lost that probably 200 years ago. And we need to regain that. We're going down um, because we don't know that we don't know. So you have to change your diet. You have to add supplements if your diet is insufficient in terms of nutrition. You have to drink enough water to add some hydraulic pressure. You have to exercise to, to get some electricity going, et cetera, et cetera. You have to detox. You know, you do your dishes every day. Why wouldn't you clean out your body regularly? So um, annual detox, very, very important. Um, lots of little details. So just letting you know that it's there and, um, you know, I, I would encourage you to get it, especially if you're interested in developing your consciousness. You cannot hold higher consciousness if you're not supremely healthy. And if you get to a point where you have expanded somewhat and a crisis occurs and you're not supremely healthy, you'll revert. You'll revert to your old answers and your old perceptions. Um, and that's just the way that it is. You have to 
really work at, and it takes a year, it takes a year just to restore the microbiome. Um, you know, you can rebuild your entire self and stop the aging process, slow it right down to a crawl, um, you know, and, and within by just following some of these principles for three years, Mother Nature's laws are not to be sniffed at. They are non-negotiable. You either follow them or not. It's just that simple. I thought I would share something from the Getting Well Again class, and this is about the effect on your consciousness when you do not have certain minerals and vitamins in your system. There are very specific effects. So, um, you know, it changes what you are able to perceive and your feeling state, which then often changes your thinking and your experience of reality. So, um, so I'm going to say, you know, what the mineral or vitamin is and what is the effect of the deficiency of that mineral. Okay, so there's, if there's a deficiency of calcium, um, the effect on your sensory perception, your mood, and your feeling is that you will give up very easily. Um, you'll have no persistence or patience there's a tendency to, to enter into states of confusion, anxiety, the, um, the attitude, you, you, you will be immature or you'll lapse into these periods of immature thinking and immature behavior, unable to establish a routine or a sense of regularity in life. So that's all just calcium. So if there's a deficiency of magnesium, then you won't want to be touched. There's a tendency toward hysteria and being overdramatic. And let me go back to the touch thing. Um, that's been something that you'll see in children um, because we have, uh, we have a, an epidemic of mineral deficiencies in this country right now. And, um, the, and when children don't want to be touched, they can't be comforted. The very thing they want, they, they can't allow. So, um, and, and then, you know, they, they fly off the handle or they blow up at the drop of a hat. Um, there's a, a, often a level or a kind of selfishness. Um, and it's not self-centered in a nice way. It's literally selfish. And there's a lowered ability to maintain one's individuality in the presence of others. So you end up becoming like a sponge, a wet sponge. Whoever you're talking to, that's how you think and that's how you feel. And that just, that leaves you unable to know yourself or to be able to manage yourself. Without potassium, your perception wanders into other dimensions and it picks up frequency sets that are generally ignored by the majority. Now, those frequency sets may be there, but other people don't see them. And so if you're seeing them, you just look crazy. Um, there's a tendency, a deep tendency to see and hear things in people's words or in their actions that are unintended. And that they're almost always not good things. In other words, there's a level of suspicion that occurs um, and combativeness when there's a shortage of potassium. 
The next one is sodium. If there's a deficiency of sodium, you will be tired, sleepy. There'll be this sleepiness, um, a feeling of being heavy. You'll have the feeling that you're overweight, even when you're not. So sodium, very, very important for energy, as well as for this self-perception of being capable. Like, yeah, I can do this. Otherwise, it's like, ah. Eh, I, I don't think I can. Um, the next one is zinc. Uh, without zinc, there's an inability, inability to smell or taste. It's a real problem, especially if your house catches on fire. Um, there are alternating moods of near suicidal depression, followed by moods of unrealistic invincibility and adventurousness. Now, it's good to be adventurous, but it's not good to be unrealistic. Um, and when there's a shortage of zinc, quite often you live in a fantasy world until you hit the wall. And then your world falls apart, and then you're a basket case. So that's all from zinc. Uh, the next one is iron. Um, if you don't have enough iron, there'll be this um, reluctance to interact with people. I don't want to deal with people. Just, just keep me away from people, that kind of attitude. There'll be this feeling of sluggishness. Um, there's also an unwillingness to move physically. And since the body is designed to move continuously, when you don't want to move, you, don't, you can't make yourself get up and exercise. That's why you don't have enough iron in your system. Um, and there's also, with, with iron, there's an inability to swallow properly. Lots and lots of old folks have difficulty swallowing properly. Food gets stuck in the throat. The muscles of the throat just don't push it down very well. That's all from deficiency of iron. Uh, the next thing is copper. A shortage of copper um, they'll, they have this tendency toward just out-and-out -out anger, irritability, sometimes explosive. And um, without enough copper, your hair will tend to get gray um, long before it should. I mean, we all age and we all get gray hair somewhere along the line simply because we do not regenerate very well. But without copper, that'll be very premature. And in my family who has copper deficiencies, I have cousins who were completely white haired and a couple aunts um, by the time they were 16, 17, 19 years of age. Completely white, beautiful white hair, but they didn't like it. <laughs> so um, next one is iodine. Um, iodine, oh wow, iodine is so important. Um, without iodine, you will feel achy and pain, have pain with no specific source. Uh, you will be crabby and there will be persistent depression. You will have to have iron, iodine to, um, to avoid depression. There will be a lowered ability to differentiate between self and others. No interest in sex or intimacy. In other words, just talking intimately or nicely or sharing who you really are with somebody. Nope. 
not going to happen with no iodine. And again, um, you have difficulty seeing yourself as you really are. A tendency to misperceive the self, which then, of course, flies in the face of the oldest law we know, which is know thyself. Uh, so those are the those are what we call the majors, the major minerals. There's like a 99 or 100 trace minerals, and they all do something very important. Most of the trace minerals are involved in building various amino acids and protein chains within the body that do specific jobs. You cannot afford to be without them. If you can't build your proteins, your whole body is proteins, then you're gonna end up with something that's not working and that's a real, real difficulty. So now let's move to what happens when there are vitamin deficiencies. Um, and we're gonna start with vitamin A and um, if there's a deficiency of A, then there's going to be a lack of interest in sex and a jumpiness. You know, people, you walk in the room, you're not sneaking up on anybody and, and, and they, you know, jump out of their skin if you say something. <gasps> you know, um, there's also an inability to cry and a tendency to hold one's breath. This is also especially difficult for old folks um, because of the tensions in life that we run into. As we get older, we have a tendency to hold our breath. If you have a deficiency of A, that becomes critical because now you're shutting down whole areas of your body that need the energy that comes with breath. You cannot afford to hold your breath or to withhold breath from any particular area of the body. Breathing into the whole body is critical all the time, every breath, every day. Um, another thing with vitamin A deficiency, there's an inability to forgive. You cannot forgive or forget. And you'll have a poor self-image. Oh, I'm just dumb. Oh, I'm just fat. Oh, I'm just stupid. Oh, I'm just slow. Oh, I'm, I, I, can't, I can't understand that. That's all vitamin A. Vitamin A is critical. Um, next one, vitamin B1, which is thiamine. Uh, without this, you will be easily confused. Easily confused. Panic attacks. And when you are easily confused, and iodine also contributes to this, you will not be able to stand up for what you think is correct. You won't be able to stand for your own ethics, for your own values. So that's uh, B1. B2, riboflavin, riboflavin, some people call it. Um, there'll be headaches and this continuous fatigue. Riboflavin is absolutely essential. Headaches, fatigue, tiredness, just want to take a nap. I just need a nap. You just got out of bed two hours ago and you need a nap already because you're low on B2. Um, and there's a tendency to slip into depression. B2 and B3 are critical for not being depressed. Um, B3 is niacin. 
And niacin is an unwillingness to think for oneself. In other words, you're not willing to take responsibility if you don't have enough B3 in your system. And there'll be this feeling of being agitated, unsettled, um, sometimes just out and out anxiety, depression, and even psychosis. You have to have B3. Uh, the next one is B5, which is pantothenic acid. B5, deficiency. Guilt. Just this overwhelming burden of guilt that you just can't seem to get rid of. There's irritability and impatience. Um, sometimes there'll be this burning in your hands and feet. Also insomnia without B5. There'll be difficulty falling asleep and staying asleep. And so you wake up after two hours. And if you manage to go back to sleep, you wake up again after three hours and your night gets really broken up. Um, there'll be a sense of weak muscles, like you don't trust your muscles. And there will often be poor coordination, a tendency to drop things, to run into things, to misgauge how wide is the doorway and you know clip the side of the doorway as you're going through it. Okay, uh, then we have B6, and B6 is pyridoxine. Um, B6 is probably, of all the Bs, um, it is involved in more chemical transactions in the body than any of the others. Um, B6 is absolutely critical for your energy cycle, the Krebs cycle. Um, and without it, there's this feeling of constant stress constant worry. You can't stop worrying. There'll also be irritability and dizziness and sometimes depression. Dizziness, very, very marked. When you get low B6, um, that's one of the signs is dizziness. Um, you'll also get sores in the very corners of your mouth without B6. Um, and so you won't want to smile because it hurts those little sores. It's called chelosis, but um, that's all due to not enough B6. Uh, B12, cobalamin. Um, some people call it cyanocobalamin, um, but it, it, lots of stuff. You need B12. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so let's just start through the list. A feeling of anxiety feeling weak and fatigued. Um, there'll be this sense of being unbalanced, like you're afraid you might fall and tip over at any minute. There'll be this tearful, weepy feeling. Um, you know, if you're a woman, you'll be, it'll be like you're in PMS all the time. Um, there'll be mental fog. So you won't have any clarity about what's going on and you won't know who to believe because you can't get clear. Um, there's unstable perception shading into an almost catatonic-like absence of perception altogether. So without enough B6, you'll be willing to just sit, stare, not think anything, not do anything, and not be having any kind of creative moment, just like leave me alone and, and, and you just stare off into the distance. 
Um, there are sleep disorders, a lot of sleep disorders with B12 because B12 is necessary for the uptake and absorption of whatever you're eating. So you can't absorb nutrients without B12. So all the rest suffers. Um, there'll be depressions and also dementia. There can be a rapid heartbeat, tachycardia, just all of a sudden, boom, 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 and your heart's going like a, you know, like a, I don't know. <laughs> You'll know it when you feel it. Sometimes there's lightheadedness or fainting spells. Um, very often there are vision problems. So, um, and, and when I say vision problems, that comes from two levels. One is because without B12, your eyes don't work very well. And without B12, you won't uptake other nutrition. And your eyes are one of the first things to go when your health starts going down. Your vision goes down. It gets worse. My vision used to be way worse, way worse. When I started eating correctly and getting enough nutrition, it kept on improving and my cataracts went away. So keep that in mind. Um, without enough B12, there's a tendency to be satisfied or to want a vegan diet because other foods disturb you. You can't, without B12, you can't do anything. You can't absorb food from, or nutrition from those other foods. And so they just end up causing gas and irritating and um, et cetera, et cetera. So you, you end up just eating a few things over and over. Um, and being satisfied with vegan diets. Um, there's often a numbness or sensation, a loss of sensation in patches here and there on the body, patches of skin. Sometimes it's between your toes. Sometimes it's the ends of your fingers. Sometimes there'll be patches on your face that lose sensation. You can't, you can't hardly feel them when you touch them. So that's all from B12. We're still on B12. Um, there'll be a feeling that you can't take a deep breath. Like you, like there's a, some sort of a belt or girdle around your chest or around your middle. Um, and the last one, there can be intermittent fevers with no accompanying symptoms or conditions. Just all like hot flashes almost that just come and go. You're too hot. And, you know, everybody else in the room is comfortable, but not you. That's B12 deficiency. You're too hot and you're wanting to open the windows and everybody else is freezing. So, okay, that's it for B12. Vitamin C is the next one. Um, without enough vitamin C, there's an inability to see the big picture in situations. In other words, you often get focused on meaningless details and, and forget to ask yourself, what, what is this related to? Why is this, you know, what's wrong with this picture here? <laughs> okay. Um, and there's a loss of willpower with, with vitamin C. You have to have vitamin C. Um, and willpower is your basis for decision-making. So, and the other thing is vitamin C prevents strokes because vitamin C strengthens the walls of the uh, veins and arteries so that they don't leak. 
and you don't have aneurysms. You cannot afford to be without vitamin C. And there's tremendous bruising. Um, the least little tap or bump, if you don't have enough vitamin C, that tap or bump breaks capillaries open and you will have a huge bruise. So you have to have vitamin C. Can I say it again? <laughs> okay. Uh, vitamin D is the next one. Um, without vitamin D, there's this persistent sadness. Um, there's poor attention to everyday reality. You're just not in the reality. You just not, you end up wanting to watch videos all day or wanting to read books all day or um, something. You'll focus on anything that, that distracts you enough so you don't have to deal with the reality. There'll be a tremendous moodiness without, without vitamin D. Um, often schizophrenia is deeply related to vitamin D and a feeling of claustrophobia. And, um, and for some people, quite a few actually, without enough vitamin D, lung function is greatly interfered with. And there's this feeling of, I can't get a breath. I can't get a breath. So um, let's see here. Next one is vitamin E. Um, this is vitamin E has got some very interesting things, just a few, but they're critical. Um, there's an inability to see or grasp the meaning in words or events. So you read something and you read it again, and you read it again, and you're like, okay, what is this saying to me? That's a lack of vitamin E. And uh, you watch events happen, sometimes critical events, and you're like, yeah, da, 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 and you go about your business. Like it doesn't impact you. And sometimes you, we're not impacted by things. We can watch them and say, yeah, that was theirs to deal with. But when you need to understand the impact of certain events in your life, you won't be able to do that if you don't have vitamin E. So that's critical. And that's something that I think everybody needs right now. Uh, next one is, is actually, it's, um, it's omega-3, 6, and 9. Sometimes we call it vitamin F. Um, it's actually the omegas. And the omegas are um, facet or fatty acids, um, super unsaturated fatty acids. So without the omegas, there you lose your creativity. Nothing new, nothing exciting, nothing original, um, nothing funny comes to you. There's no sense of humor. Um, there's no stamina or willingness to finish things, and there'll be a very low interest in life. So, and without omegas, there's often this, um, I'm, I'm not sure how to describe it, but there's this feeling of death hanging over you. Um, and it's very, very strong. You have to have omegas in your system in order to get away from that feeling that I could die any minute. You'd be afraid to even go to sleep at night for fear you won't wake up the next day. So um, the next one is vitamin K. 
Um, without enough vitamin K, there'll be a feeling of being disorganized, can never get organized. And when you can't get organized, you cannot figure out what is the most important thing for me to do today. You can't prioritize. And there'll be an inability to structure your perception or your activities to produce what you would like to produce or to create what you would like to create. You have to have vitamin K and um, it, just in order to like figure out what's important to me. What are my values? What are my ethics? And then the last one is folate. Um, folate is actually part of the family of B vitamins, but it's um, something that we often think of as it's distinct enough to not be lumped in with them. And when you, um, when you don't have enough folate, you will procrastinate forever. <laughs> you put things off and put them off. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll, I'll do that later, etc. cetera. Um, and, and then when you get right down to it and it's time to actually do it and you're out of time, you'll be overwhelmed by it. There'll be a lack of interest in actually getting it done. So that's just folate. So um, there's probably a couple other things I could talk about biotin. If you don't have folate, your spinal cord, which is your central nervous system and your brain, just do not work very well. And if a woman does not have enough folate and she gets pregnant, she's likely to have a child with a cleft palate or spinal bifida. The body never closes over the spine and the whole spine is open to the air. Massive, massive difficulty for that child. So um, folate, very important. Okay, so those are the results of deficiencies of the major uh, minerals. Um, absolutely critical. Without minerals, you will not be able to feel period. Every single mineral has its own specific frequency. That frequency creates a feeling, and that feeling is what you think you're having. Okay? So lots of importance around minerals. And then vitamins drive all of the chemical transactions that allow you to use this amazing sensory uh, structure that we are. I have in the book what I take, brands and quantities. So it'll be in there. I, I don't know that I feel comfortable saying it, you know, here. <laughs> but, um, it, you know, what you want to do is take a very, very good amino acid because that's primary. You can't use the minerals. With it, without the aminos, and you can't use the aminos without the minerals. So very good amino acid, a very good multiple mineral, and a very good multiple vitamin. And the quantities are in the back of the book, the recommended quantities, and then there's what I take. Um, and just be aware that when you are maintaining good health, that's one dosage. 
if you are rebuilding, that's something else altogether. You need, if you get sick or you're trying to rebuild, you can use up to four times the amount of nutrition that you need to maintain. So I tell people, just set aside a year and just start rebuilding. And at the end of that year, you'll be able to maintain. And it'll be much simpler, much easier, much less expensive. And you'll have been through the most difficult part, which is the detox and the rebuild and, the, you know, getting used to movement. You have to move because if you don't move, you don't generate electricity. And if you don't have any electricity, you don't have any chemical reactions happening. So um, not to mention the kind of amazing ability to move and flex and bend and run and jump and climb that you do not want to let go of. Don't let go of a single motion. Not one. When you stop moving, they put you in the ground. So every motion, every movement that you say, oh, I'm too old to do that, you're putting, you're just digging your grave a little bit deeper. Don't do that.